welcome to the Birdhouse podcast, where we talk about how to build a business, how to become a better version of ourselves, while we strive to fly up to the higher skies. My name is Alexander Guller, the CEO of the Birdhouse Agency, and I'm your host for this podcast. Welcome to the Birdhouse. Welcome to the Birdhouse podcast. My name is Alexander Guller, and today with me, I have Stephen Wynn. So, Stephen, what is today's topic? Today's topic is, is a small business good for you or not? Just looking at businesses in general, if it's a good opportunity, because not all businesses are good opportunities for you. Yeah, and we, we both talk about invest, investing and uh, if you should find a job there. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, just a disclaimer, any of the things we say, we are not financial advisors. So don't hold us up against anything. This is only our thoughts. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so I got a question for you. Like with the positions you're in, do you think you're number one person or you're number two person? Like if you were in a big company, like what number on the chain are you good number five person? So like you have like the CEO, the board, a couple managers, then yourself, and then maybe people underneath you. What? position do you think that you're good at i'm thinking a one or two uh i'm I'm a person that leads and takes decisions and so on uh, and takes responsibility so i I think i'm up at the top um so that's definitely one of the things that i have been looking for whenever i work is is it something that i can like advance in and is it something that i can learn something new from and uh is it a person where, not a person, a business where I can actually improve my position and also like make it better if I take more responsibility and so on. And when you are in your jobs, what are certain things that like in general topics like that you are giving to them? You can say um, like, at least for me, what I found is I bring skill, I bring like wisdom and knowledge of where to go. And usually I bring some kind of like addition to like either efficiency or product hmm. to that. Well, uh, I think, I think for me, it's more about, I'm, I'm quite visionary. Like I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more about thinking where I want to go and trying to keep everything, everything with me on that direction and road. Um, uh, it, it's not always as much about the product, but I'm more thinking in, in terms of the image and what, where do we want to go and how do we get there the fastest? And I would actually delegate most of the, the tasks and so on. Uh, so, but but actually, on what, what number would you say you, you are yourself? Um, I, of course, think like I'm a one or two as well. But um, there are also different situations where I might be a six or a seven in a company while I'm doing a certain job. Um, if I have to be a technician, I'm really low on the board because a technician needs the management above them and then needs the visionary, the strategist, so on and so forth above that. But most of the time, I think I'm within that uh, visionary strategist position because mm-hmm. um, um this this is covered in the e myth book. I want to just give credit where this is credit's due, um, because a lot of people don't give credit to ideas that other people brought them. But um, like when you're growing a business, you have the like you have three things: the 
visionary, the like strategy to get there, and then you have the technician part. Um, and a lot of business owners are technicians. Mm. And so um, the like, so I used to be part of a startup where the um, where the owner was a tactician, uh, tactician and a big uh, idea guy. He was not a strategist. And it was very evident in that. And he did not listen to that. So like there's only like two things in his mind of let's move products and let's make this as big as possible. But he did not know how to do that. He did not listen to like, okay, we need to do this process. We need to do inventory. We need to do different things like that where he just wanted to uh, put things on sale, move stuff um, like and eventually he he was just losing a lot of money and I eventually had to take that opportunity and say, Hey, this is no longer an opportunity for me. This is going to be a crash and burn here in the next year or two. And I do not want to waste my time here. Mm. Um, and like the team I'm going now, we had to, a lot of people, we had to downsize. Um, and it's a greater opportunity for me because I get a larger area that I can claim to go get sales i have um like i'll get more tacticians because some of our managers had to step down um and that's because they did not have enough income or low expense cushion to bring them through the holidays the first wave of sickness second wave of sickness weather decision makers being out um things like that they weren't ready for that um and so and things that I've learned is like, yes, I am a good tactician or uh, technician, but I am much better at the managed strategy, big idea part of the business. And so like for me, I want to do well at being a tactician that I can have people under me and then grow my team from there and show because you have to show people first what to do. And then after four or five people is kind of like a snowball and you can stop, basically stop doing the work yourself and help just help out where needed. Mm. And so for me, it's like, okay, is this an opportunity in the rebuilding of this team or is this going to um, roll and run out of steam or run out of snow or whatever you want to say? Yeah. Well, um, okay, cool. Um, I suppose the first example I think about whenever you talk about the visionary, the strategist, and the technician is Apple with Steve Jobs. Well, I think mm -hmm. definitely one of the examples that you can use that on is, is definitely Steve Jobs was a visionary and a strategist, whereas Steve Wozniak was more like the technician guy. He used the technology where where Steve Jobs was the selling and image and, and strategist and visionary and so on. And one of my one of my favorite things he did was the first iPhone, like instead of being the tactician and looking at it and seeing like, OK, this is a great product and all of this. The first thing he did was throw it in a fish tank. OK, and if do you want to know why? No, I don't. Well, yeah, I want to know. <laughs> no, you don't. OK, um, so he threw that in the. Um, in the fish tank to see if it was one, if there was any level of waterproof and two, if there were like bubbles coming out of it, if the space was used effectively. Mm. Um, and so, and like, so if it could withstand that, so, and 
The second thing he did was he took it apart and seen if it was good on the inside as it was the outside. Hence mm. why like Apple has the image today of like, oh, they have beautiful products and this kind of thing. It was because Steve Jobs said, hey, we need it just as good looking for the tacticians as we do the people. And then he had the tacticians go back and improve it. Oh, I, uh, cool. I, I also think you know, like, job was also a guy that had a high standard but uh, that's mm-hmm. that's what you need if you want to ch- like change the world and so on um but but i think like uh i i have an android myself a samsung but mm-hmm. but my best one of my best friends which i train with is um he, he uses uh, an iphone and and whenever we like compare phones i just i also just think that iphone is way more well-rounded like uh it has everything uh, it, it has an, a good face facial id uh, identification and and so on and it's just so user friendly whereas I, f- I think the samsung has a lot of like cool features but none of the cool features that you use in the actual everyday life and so on yeah so i think so like, the, for, yeah i'm gonna mom, bring this up because i have both iphone and android mm. um I can say, I can say why here in a second, but continue going with your story. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I just think like the iPhone for me, it just seems like it's so much more well-rounded and and thought of for the everyday use, um, and and mm-hmm. way faster. And and also like if you have a panzer glass that you put on it, the the panzer glass box that you get has a has a like a, a built-in plastic device which so you can put it on the iphone perfectly each time whereas on every pencil class i put on a smartphone uh, a samsung is like you have to put it on by yourself yeah. so yeah and yeah so um the so my reason why i have an android which this is a one plus um uh, and then i also have an iphone um, right now, my iPhone is my primary use device, um, even though I like Androids better. Um, and the reason why is um, I've grown appreciation to iPhones because they're very good for the end user. Yeah. They're very good for everyday use. They're very good for like, even if I'm trying to teach my grandma how to use it, it's simple enough that she can use it. Yeah. Um, and most because most people as much as we are in a technology age they do not know how to use technology um like they can go look they can go look something up they can send a message they can uh connect to the wi-fi and they can make a call and anything beyond that it's hit or miss if people know how to do it yeah um some people don't know how to some people don't know how to connect bluetooth and that are our age and i'm like how um or they're like hey how do i change the size of the text on my phone or just different things like that um and that's where like the iphone comes in super simple um but the thing that's wrong with the iphone is it's awful for tacticians yeah um like i've done plenty of repairs on iphones i've done repairs on apple computers ipads all that kind of thing and unless it's a very simple end user thing where it's more end user knowledge it's much harder to fix it 
Um, it's they try to make everything proprietary. So you have to go to the store. You have to use their authorized technicians. You have to buy their uh, different little bit because they have a three prong bit, which is not a standard three or five. It's usually there's the Phillips, which is the four or the six star one. Those are standard. Um, and the other two are not. And those are the two that they use, um, which okay. I think is just dumb personally. Um, and they had a thing where like they, there's a huge like lawsuit over like, okay, can people actually fix their phones and are they still under warranty when they try to fix their phones? And so, um, but with like Android, it's way better for the, uh, tactician. If Mm. you want to know, like you want to customize your phone, you want to, um, have higher security, you want to, um, like just be able to get custom apps, all of that. That's where you go. The Android, the Google Pixel, the um, OnePlus, the whatever Samsung, whatever route you want to go. That's when you go that way is if you're okay with a little bit of finicky or something that you can customize how you want it. Because the Apple, there's other than the way that the screen looks, you can't customize much beyond that okay and yeah. that's and so like that's why like i explain to people it's like i'm not against apple and iphone i'm against it for me because yeah, yeah. I'm, for me for you I'm as a, a technician yeah because i'm like with um granted i'd much rather be on a linux computer than a windows computer um and that's because linux has a lot more again technician but they're most of the applications i use run better on windows which is why I have a Windows machine. Um, And so I had to give up the security and um, customizability of Linux because stuff just ran better and I did not. Um, Because sometimes I just need to hop on a computer and get something done. I don't want to go through like bug fixing um, every single time. But like on the same end, most of the applications that I use don't run on a Mac computer. and so it's kind of like a give take where it's like, okay, which, how do I decide which one to do? And for me, Windows is the best solution for that. And same with the iPhone right now. iPhone, because I'm just making my primary things I'm doing on my phone is looking things up on the internet, texts and calls. And yeah. that's what I'm primarily doing on my phone right now and in putting stuff into an app. And that's, and that's great and fine. And that's why I have an iPhone is because it's better, also better connects with a lot of people that I'm around because they have iPhones. I can mm. FaceTime them. The yes, the messaging's better. And that's also because um, Apple uses an old um, protocol for uh, between an Android and um, iPhone, which only uh, iPhones use anymore. Um, oh. which is why it's, that's why it sucks is because it literally is the literally early two thousands, late nineties way of communicating. Oh. Um, and then the way that they use iMessage is a very new, faster, better way to communicate. Um, which that's a whole nother conversation, but like, I don't know. Um, that's just like, okay, how do you go through that process of picking it? Why do you have a Android? Yeah. Well, well, well um, I, I think for me, it just kind of started when I got an Android as a, a gift from my parents and then it just like 
grew on me and 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 now just have an android but but i'm thinking the next phone i get the person personally use is going to be an uh, iphone um because i think as you said it's way more end user friendly but, but uh, also I, I really like the point that you talked about with the technician and the end, end user because as far as i know i also know that the technician part is quite more easy on an Android, a Samsung, a Huawei, and so on, than it is on an iPhone. And and also, I have a, a, a friend who's in app development, where he also talks about the same way, where if you had to develop an app as in for for uh, um, for iPhone, it just takes so much more time and a longer protocol. Pain in the butt. Sorry? It's a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. Literally. And that's one of the ways that he described it. I, I don't think with the same words, but you get <laughs> Uh, and well, as well as of Android, it was just way, way, way easier. Mm. So, um, but but also think when you have to to think about businesses, products, and and so on. If you want to invest them, in or if you want to buy a product, you also have to like watch out for what the vision is and are. Um, and what 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 I what I they hoping to accomplish? What are the the what is the the person that they are trying to hit? And actually, if you like look back back in time, one of the earlier uh, ads that uh, Apple did was where they filmed one person who was kind of a revolutionary. Uh, he he was like kind of independent and and not a, not an everyday person and. Uh, so uh, and and so on. It, it kind of had a cool brand. Whereas um, Windows and Apple, of course, always have had a battle on this. Where Windows actually showed it, it's used by everyone. So in, instead of they focused on one single personality, uh, Windows focused on every person, the businessman, the the everyday man who who lives at home, and and so on. Um, so it also has to be a. a be a big part of the brand um, yeah it's it's either do you connect with the person or do you tech connect with the product yeah and that was the t- two different things of yeah. how how windows became big is it got in front of the large audience and it became yeah. familiar yeah and how apple became a brand is saying hey it's for the everyday person yeah it, it's something like that at least yeah um and when windows was like uh i think most of all computers is windows uh, I, I think it's about that... a good 70 percent, i think right now is what okay. the ratio is yeah um I, I don't know how much about linux um how well, much... linux is a very small yeah, it, percentage it... because it's so technical yeah all right so it's only the the really techni- technician type type person mm-hmm. who does it um so so uh, windows was for everybody whereas apple was for one specific personality and now i just think that apple is growing on everyone it, it's just more yeah. user uh, end user friendly and so mm-hmm. that, that that specific person that they started to brand too is not as specific it's not only those it's kind of expanding outwards and i think a yeah. lot of people actually choose want to choose iphones over over uh, Androids and so on. That's uh, because there's a community and brand around it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just one more point um, before we 
sorry, this is my very much IT technician brain. Sure. The reason why Windows is so popular is because most of the repeat computers are in a workspace. Not everyone has more than one laptop or more a desktop. Like that's not a necessary common thing in everyone's house where you have two desktops or a laptop and that kind of thing. Granted, I have that, but that's just because I'm a nerd and I have different use cases for different things. But um, like my girlfriend, it's her, her family all just has a laptop and that's great for them. Um, and a couple of them, a couple of them have Apple and a couple of them have Windows, but that's just because their family is divided in the house on Apple. Um, but like in the workspace, you have um, a computer at every single desk if it's occupied or not. You have to have backup computers. You have to have computers on the run. You might have a computer that, that literally works with one machine only. Mm. And all of, most of those are window-based because it's an easier tactician. Like it's a good for the end user and it's good for the technician. It's that happy middle ground. Ah, okay. yeah. Which is where which is where he came in. And that's like, I guess, looping it back for business. It's like, where is that middle ground where like when you're looking at the opportunities in a company where it is friendly for you to be there and like uses your skills. Um, and at some point like that might diverge, it might be this like great fit for a while. And then there might be something that happens. There might be financial issues. There might be something that comes up in your family where you have to move. And eventually it's not a right fit for you. Yeah. But that can also start like this and become a great fit for you because of community. There's just, there's so many factors in that. But, but, but um, also but when, when you grow older, you, you get more in touch of what you want and what you like and what you don't like and so on. So it's also get, gets way easier for you to choose and actually identity the, the brand of and, and and also like the identity a certain brand projects and so on and it's it's easier to just even with time because you're making less new opportunity like new memories in your mind it's easier to stay at something longer because you're not constantly stimulated in the next thing to do as you are a kid everything is the first when you're a kid But, yeah. but when you're an adult, there isn't as many firsts. Like, yeah, you're still making memories at a great rate, but it's slowed down since you were a kid. So you're okay with staying at a job for five years instead of leaving every year because you're not um, stimulated enough. Mm. And it's the perception of that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I also think uh, uh, about that with staying in a job and so on. I also think it's you also have a different perspective of, on time. Mm -hmm. uh, and also because there's not very much biological changes that's going on, you don't also change that much. So like the 20 year, year old me and the 25 year old me are probably about similar in, in well, so, uh, hopefully I, I evolve and, and so on. Yeah. But, But whereas your, the, the, your brain's going to finish develop around yeah. 25, which is why that's a key age for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Uh, And especially boys mature later than girls. I think it's about two years um, yeah, average mm -hmm. early, uh, later than, than girls. But 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 and also like the, the 30 year, year old me and the 35 year old me are going to be way more similar similar than the 10 year old and 15 year old me are similar, and so on. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, uh, I, I I just think that was an important point to to get in on on that as well. Um, Absolutely. Uh, uh, so whenever uh, I want to get kind of back into the topic, so uh, with with so whenever you look at a, a product or business and so on. Uh, you you definitely want to look at the vision of the company. What are they trying to achieve? Are they just make, uh, trying to make a quick buck, or, buck uh, or are they trying to change the world and so on? Are they or are they taking advantage of your labor and your time? Yeah, also because because I've seen that so much where it's like they're not willing to pay you the skills because they're not willing to budget for that because it takes a little bit away from profit, so on and so forth. Yeah. So yeah, and and I think that's definitely about, more about when you work with small businesses and so on. The thing about small being small is like uh, often you can be a li- little more maneuverable because you're only five people that you have to like ask and so on. Uh, that's only five people you have to talk to to change an organ a small business and so on. Uh, whereas in large company like disney or lego or something like that which has more than thousands employer employers uh, not employers but employees and there's a lot of if you want to make a change it takes a lot of time because there's so many hits it's, it wants to get through it, it has to get through if you want to get a, a change so um, I, I think that's but but one of the advantages of being big is you also have more of a budget like you you have Bigger you have more to money to more room to mess up yeah more margin yeah um and and also you are also more stabilized um in the sense that whenever you are so big you you, you kind of know that you are earning a certain type of certain amount of money whereas if you're in a small business it's kind of hard to to main, maintain the same profit each month and so on yeah um Here's an example of, so I had a mentor back in Manhattan when I lived. Um, he is a CEO of a, a company and they had um, somebody come in and give, um, basically give personality tests to see if the chief officers were all in the right place. So the CFO should be the CFO, the CMO should be the CMO, so on and um, so forth. Um, and they're, there's one person on the um, like the C team or the chief officer team, whatever you want to call it, that no one knew where to put. Like he was meant to be there, but like no one knew what position he could take because he could be in the CIO, the CMO, CMFO. Like he could be in a lot of different positions. Mm. Um, and so somebody came in and did personality tests and they were like, we agree with everything you're doing, but we don't know where to put this guy either. Um, and like, that's an okay place to be as well. You can be a jack of all trades within a business, but at the same time, like, is there better fit business wise for that person? Hmm. Like, is there a place where he will be a great CEO or he will be a great CIO or whatever it is? Um, and like with that, it's like, okay, where's that opportunity for him to become in that? Or is he just going to be, a just a standard chief officer, a CEO, instead of a certain um, job within that. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it's like, okay, where do they adapt and put that person? Because at some days he's needed in one area, and some days he's needed in another. And for him, that's also a huge opportunity that he gets to be 
like he is very valuable to that business because he is so flexible. Yeah, uh, and um, also whenever you have a person like that that can fit quite many of the criteria, uh, I think it's also quite important what the person want, wants themselves. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, like a lot of entrepreneurs nowadays, they all think about starting their own business and so on. But actually, whenever they like ex expand and try everything out, they some some realize that they are okay being just the, the CEO CEO of somebody else's business, like still calling, yeah. still calling the shots, but not being the owner of it. They don't. They're not good with responsibility. And yeah. Sometimes they're good being a tactician, but not a manager. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think one of uh, I think Jason Cavill mentions this in one of his uh, lectures or something. Uh, one of his old mentors, uh, I think it was Dan Kennedy, didn't like to have many people under him, so he just kept kept his business quite small. Mm -hmm. uh, even though he was a great, I think it was a copywriter. Uh, yeah. don't, don't hold me up on that, but I think it was I a copywriter. So. Yeah. Um, like he he was a great copywriter, but he didn't want to get too big. So he just when he got to that size, it was fine by him. And okay, let's just keep on going like this. Uh, and I think that's also like when is enough enough. That's also one of the things that you have to understand about yourself. When when is have you heard the old story with with the man and the lady walking on the beach? Um, no, not that I can think of. Okay, I, I think it's just so, uh, such a good story. So, uh, okay, so there's a couple, um, a man and a boy, uh, a man and a girl walking down the beach, and suddenly um, they, the girl sees a big yacht with a person on top of the yacht floating away, right beside him. And the girl asks uh, uh, her man, hey, when are we going to have a, have a yacht? And I don't need it. I have something that he don't. What is that? I have enough in what I have. <laughs> it's not always about finding the, the next big thing. It's also about realizing when you have enough. And that's where that, like, uh, if you're American, like that $60,000 a year, like, cap where it's like, there's not much more happiness that you get above $60,000. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you have more kids, you need more money, so on and so forth. But like the standard person, like after you reach that amount, it's like your bills are paid um, and your happiness is like reach on like where your money comes from because you're not struggling for it. You can go like if you need to go out to dinner, you can go out to dinner like you're not like stressed about money. Yeah. And once like granted now when people become more materialized and that kind of thing, there's more stress the higher budget you get. Yeah. But like if a typical like I pull somebody off the street and gave them sixty thousand dollars a year, like they would just be as content as if I pulled somebody off the street and gave them three hundred thousand dollars a year. Like again, I'm granted I'm not saying the top one percent, the top five percent, I'm saying the general population here. Um, cause the top like 5%, like you give them $300,000 a year, they're going to invest it and grow it. But somebody who just wants to live a comfortable life, like they're going to be just as happy having 60,000 as they are 300,000. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and, and, and it's kind of a tough question to ask, but I just think 
comes naturally at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm still not at the point where I think I have enough as I have uh, I still want more. Yeah, yeah. but Every, um, everyone wants more, but yeah. um, the, the grass like, is always green on the other side. <laughs> yeah, and so for me, something I've been, I guess, struggling with the last like year is like, okay, where do I want to go? And when it's like, when is a position enough for me? Is owning my business enough for me, or do I need to own another one? Yeah. Like, and I've been kind of fighting this because my girlfriend is very different than me. She's okay, like with just having just a normal steady income coming in. Like she'd be fine if I was just being say an engineer at, I don't know, Wells or not Wells Fargo, um, like uh, uh, Spirit Airlines say something like that. Like she'd be just as fine with somebody like that. But um, at the same time, like, um, or like fine if I had the job like that, but at the same time, like that's just not how I want to do it. Um, and, create income um and so um yeah so it's just kind of a um second um so it's just kind of a thing where it's like okay where is when i have a job when is that enough is a business enough is getting a million dollars a year enough is five million is i don't know continue going up there it's like what's enough definitely um, and also think about uh, like yeah, well, whenever you you talk about that, and I don't, I don't know, I I think about um, I don't know, I, I think that's just a good st- place to stop. Yeah, so that's a good that's a good question to end on. And sorry, I'm getting a bunch of calls right now, um, which is why I had to stop. But um, I think that's a good thing. It's like is what you have enough or do you need not want do you need more yeah because you're always going to want more that's just inevitable but like do you need more or are you happy with where you're at because you can go and look at the whole gary v happiness thing if you want to go down this trail yeah Uh, and it's just important to be happy Thanks for listening to the Birdhouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, follow me on my Instagram at the Birdhouse Agency and share it to your friends and family or rate it on Apple Podcast or Anchor. My name is Alexander Gulea and I will see you at the next episode. Mm-hmm.